welcome to the podcast. My given name is Ross. And my given name is Phil. And this is Ross and Phil Get Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's right, people, to celebrate the uh, the release of Fast and Furious 9. I, I mean, I don't know if anyone's actually celebrating that release, just for the record. Wow. Um, today, we're going to talk about all the Fast films and all the Furious films. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know whether I don't know if this is like the best or worst idea I've ever had. <laughs> what about what about the fast and the furious? I don't know, it's getting very confusing. Well, I want to talk about naming conventions because from some from, from the perspective of someone who has to think about tagging on websites and stuff, the naming conventions of these films are just fucking impossible. But anyway, can I say though? Can I say I I agree? But then when you're nine films deep, where do you go? I still think. But the, the, some of the most egregious naming of films is still things like Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. I think the most titles are all completely, completely fucking stupid. Batman, Batman Begins works begins. because it was the first. No, but come on, Batman Begins, like Batman starts. Let's <laughs> let's yeah, see Batman. Hold on, come hold on, on Batman, then let's go. It's <laughs> no more ridiculous Batman. than Rise War. And Dawn no, of the no, Planet of the Apes no, 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 all happen no, in a completely wrong fine, order. No, fine, fine. I, I don't disagree with that either. <clears throat> but what I'm getting at is the, the vaunted Nolan trilogy. The titles are fucking ready, steady, bad. You have a real like, thing against that, against that trilogy. No, it's not you're even just, that. You're it's like, Mr. I'm going to be the one that pushes back on one of just, on two of the best Batman yeah, films ever made. Yeah, Live yeah, action. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I just, I just, um, the, na- the, the more you say Batman Begins, the more silly it's. It sounds I like really that silly. title. Batman I'm, Begins. Yes. Be- beginning Batman. I mean, don't get me wrong. What really fucking annoys me about that trilogy is it goes Batman and then Dark Knight. Exactly. What's that shit? Surely that should be the Dark Knight. And then the Dark Knight falls, and then the Dark Knight rises, or the Dark Knight rises, the Dark Knight falls. Like, there's no, it doesn't make any I'm sorry, for a massive, tri- massive trilogy. Like, the one thing you can say about the Matrix ones, even though the sequel titles make no sense at all, they sort of work. By the way, the Matrix, Matrix 4, reloaded. Matrix Resurrections. Uh, is, that what, is that what it's called? Allegedly. <laughs> well, forgetting that for a second. But at least those three, they sort of flow is what I'm getting at. Whereas the three Batman, which are massive movies, they do not flow. I, I wonder if it's that Nolan genuinely didn't plan it. To, I mean, yeah, I don't think he planned those films as a trilogy. Um, and I think... Well, if you look Batman, at the third one, how could, it poss- how could that possibly be planned in any Batman way? Begins definitely works as a title for me. But then Ooh. Dark Knight... And then Dark oh, Knight Rises. The Dark Knight is a fantastic title for a Batman film. Yeah. That should be the first one. Yeah. Like, and then the second one should probably be Dark Knight Rises. And then the third one should probably be Dark Knight. Or maybe the second one should be Dark Falls. Knight Falls. Yeah, however... And maybe the third one should be called The Dark Knight Fucks Off the Paris. Oh, no. You know what it should be? It should be The Dark Knight... It, well, it could even be The Dark Knight Returns, whatever. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like... It, it just, it just after, after going in retirement, because, you know, couldn't be asked anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's very heroic he's very heroic i can't yet I yet still not quite as ridiculous as this fucking franchise anyway how are you my friend <laughs> i'm um i we, have we, uh, we got off peace quick today i think yeah i think we can define how i feel by the number of Dolph Lundgren films i've started watching over the last two weeks wow 
Wow. And, and stop and stopped within twenty minutes. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, you're you're stopping a lot of films at the moment. This could be this could be a whole episode about because I'm a massive fan of Dolph Lundgren. Like, like, like the majority of the films that I've watched of his over the last, well, let's be honest, thirty something years, I suppose. Yeah, and since he's I come genuinely, back, I genuinely, I genuinely like. Films. Well, yes, he's also done. I can't. This is a real thing. This is like a proper. I don't understand what's happening thing but, with, with his films. I but don't we had this chat thing. about someone else off mm. record. Yes, yes. And, and the same. And, but these are and worse. These are, these are much worse, though. But these are they... As films, they are much worse. Are they worse they than... Are. What's that new Bruce Willis one called? Out of Kill. Oh, oh out of Kill. The, the, the Bruce Willis film shot over nine days. What's it called? Out of Death or something? Out of out of no, out of death. That's right. It might as well be called Out of Kill. Out We're out of, of death today, death. sir. We're out of death today, sir. Would you like paralysis? I don't know what is that. What out is, of like, so, is it? Is it even? Because here's my other thing. It could be out of death rises the fe- you know like the phoenix rising from the like out of death. Yes. Um, is it? A, is it a? Is it a famous place? I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think who is. is naming these Bruce like I, I listen to the kill. Mick Garris podcast because the, I was, the guy that dude, does that tell you, yes 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 the producer right, wrote the yeah the producer of the Mick Garris hard podcast. kill yeah but it was a totally different title and yeah and even he was like what, what the fuck <laughs> yeah and I can't even remember what his title was uh, Joe Russo that's, he's lovely. I love that podcast so much and he's great on it and like and you kind of go yeah like I can't remember the title that he said but even he was like what? <laughs> well, he manages to gloss over the fact that he wrote a terrible script by by that the fact that he can he can say, well, my script might be bad, but fuck me, that title just did not help the film. And it's it's yeah, I mean that hard... thing we talked about this before. Hard kill. If I think we've talked about this before, if Bruce Willis in that movie was replaced with someone like I, I think we've said Neil McDonough, like yeah. like an act an actor who gives a shit, even in the role being relatively thankless. Hard kill with that minus Bruce Willis. Put an actor in who's trying at all. That film is probably what five out of ten. Like, yeah, there's loads of action in it. It's a one location. I'm just saying, it's a one location action movie. The action wasn't. Ter- we talked about this before. The action wasn't terrible. The film is super mediocre, unfortunately. Oh god! But actually, but with the right actor in the Willis role, like making something of that role, that isn't the worst film. In fact, it's arguably, <laughs> you know, one of the better. Films that Bruce Willis has been in, except he's terrible. In. Do you know what I'm hold getting on, at? Like, hold on, hold on. Sort of, Let me. Yeah. I just need. I need at this point. I need a soundboard to go low bar. Like <laughs> I need my low bar alert. You know what I'm getting. Warning, you know what I'm yeah. getting. No, but you know what I'm getting at here. Like I'm not. I'm not. There's no. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no you're right. With, with, with anyone not, else, that was not the worst. If we'd have seen that film in Cannes, like say 15 years ago or something, <laughs> and like, <clears throat> and it had been actor X playing the Bruce Willis role, we'd have come out of that film going, "That's all right." I'm not. I know that stabbing with fake praise a bit. It was all right. No, you're completely right. We would have done. We would have gone. But he makes it. He sucks for life out of it. Like yeah. he genuinely and sucks for life out. Of it. I just and hard. I know hard to kill. You know, mm-hmm. but if you just put a two or like or even even a hard kill, which is still a, shit. a hard kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or just the hard kill. I the think. hard kill. Yeah, yeah. Or like, but out of death, mm-hmm. just seems so stupid. And it yet, just doesn't seem like a real. It, it sounds like it sounds like a title created by someone who's English is their second language. 
Yeah. It just, it which, just looks like a badly translated title. Which I would imagine, um, yeah. like, someone's going, someone goes onto Google and goes, oh, what are the best keywords? Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of. Out for justice. Out death. for justice. Yes, you're right. Wake of, well, no. bad dad did wake, right, bad dad did wake of death. Yeah. Until death. So, like, so like, you're right. It's the fruit, there's that thing online, isn't it? The Van Damme film title generator. <laughs> it's not crazy to think, because it, out of death does sound like, like a, like you would never call it sounds like cock puncher do you remember the onion movie? <laughs> the onion movie that had the cigar movie the fake cigar movie called yeah, cock yeah. Puncher, which at least that sounds like something because it means you punch someone in the cock but it just it just sounds like um obviously i'm on kick puncher from community remember community yeah they had that series of films kick puncher and it's like again at least that sounds like an actual 80s action movie out of death just doesn't sound like anything it, it, it doesn't really sound like doesn't. anything. And, and we're now at the point, right, where... Out for death. Maybe they meant it to be out for death rather yeah. than out for just... Because that would at least... It's terrible. But, but what I'd have rented that in 1992. Like, yeah, I would have done. Out, I mean, I rented a film called death. Stone Cold. What the fuck did that well, yeah, mean in 1994? Whatever course. it was, right? Like, it meant nothing. But, I, I like, one of my favourite... Um, uh, oh, God. Fuck, I can't remember the title now. One of my favourite um, 80s movies is the one with George Lazenby, uh, Stargrove. What's it called? It's yeah, not my Never head. Too Young to... Not Never Too... Never Too Young. No. Um, um, yeah, Never Too Young to Die. Yeah, Never Too Young to Die. It's great. What, what, and it? that... that it's, yeah, yeah, Never Too Young to Die, it's yeah. It's fucking great, movie. that movie's great. And that it's literally makes even less sense than Out to Kill, just in terms... But it's a cool title. I mean, yeah. it, it, I, I don't think at any point um, Gene Simmons ever, ever references I that. Said, I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone's in the whole film. But yeah, you know. It, oh, by the way, we one day we need to really do a commentary episode on that one because it's, it's just amazing. That I mean, that amazing. film has everything. That literally has everything with, as a double bill with Jim Carter. That cannot be. Yeah, that, I mean that film can't be bought. Literally has everything. Anyway, let's get on to uh, really quickly because we've got so much to cover. Let's just talk about <laughs> the last couple of films that we've seen. I've not seen an older mm-hmm. film this time around, but I've seen a oh. film that was set in an older time. <laughs> okay. So I watched um, I watched the new horror film Censor this past week. Oh, I think I've seen you post about that. Yeah. So Kermo raved about it. Kim Newman's a producer on it. Um. It's an interesting idea about a censor that, that goes a little, but the problem is, and I say this with, with all due respect, it gets mm-hmm. a bit Ben Wheatley by the end. Mm-hmm. And I've really started to learn that I just do not like Ben Wheatley's films. What about I, uh, Kill List? Is that like yeah, Kill? Kill List is fine, right? Sightseers, that was Ben Wheatley, wasn't it? Yeah, I like Sightseers is fine. What I can't fucking stand is like a field in England and as I also right. found out in the earth which yes <clears throat> I do want to watch that I, I want to see it's a show we get in, in the cinemas up here I will I will go and see it partly he's a chum you know and all that um I really I, hated I that honest, film. <laughs> right well I've been quite honest about I remember myself with a fellow well a producer a Brighton producer uh we were sitting in the Dukes at Comedia in Brighton which I still love that cinema so much and we saw um uh field field in England and there were people literally coming out of it, um, dare I say, like, I suppose, self-proclaimed cineasts or cinephiles yes. who were, with no disrespect, men, wanking themselves over it. Yeah. And we came out of it going, no. I like, like and, and you can see, And you can see what he's getting with, this is meant with no disrespect whatsoever. 
you can see what he's doing. Like he, he, he clearly loves doing that. And yeah. that's entirely his right. An art house, you know. And there were moments that I found quite. There was a few moments where I felt that I did find quite chilling, chilling in the movie. But I found the experience very difficult to sit through. Yeah, as a as a I, movie, with all respect. And it and was I what? Just, yeah, but me and my mate came out. We were like, no, we can't. It was like an eighty-two minute movie, and was I it gave short? up. It felt like I did something cold. like that, and I gave up at like the sixty-minute mark. Yeah, and I mean, we, like at literally, home, I would have turned it off. Yeah, literally, when you can't get past the 60-minute mark and there's only 20 minutes left, like, yeah. I, I endured it for so long and I was just like, I just yeah. can't be fucking bothered. I will say, I really do want to see In the Earth because I'm, I'm a big fan of Joel Fry as well. Yeah. So I'm quite I excited just, about that. To me, it, so, Censor just goes a bit Ben Wheatley. Yeah. In that, it starts off with this really interesting premise of a film censor that may or may not be going a little bit batty due to what she's watching, right? Right. Good start. Good idea. Really yeah. like that. And then it just gets all Ben Wheatley and it just gets yeah. all kind of pretentious and art house. And it's just like, oh, no, I, I wanted the film that you promised me, not this fucking. Mm. Anyway, so I was I was I didn't hate it. It like, had a couple mm. of nice gorgeous bits in it. But but yeah, I was so disappointed because it just wasn't what I wanted it to be. So you may like it, right? You may mm. like it. Um, we we often disagree on things, Ross. So yeah. you know. So what's the older film that you've watched? Oh, I completely forgot to look at my app. <laughs> okay, I tell you what. Well, actually, what are you no, doing? Actually, that? no, 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 no. no. Got, I can't okay. really. I can't start really quick. I've totally forgotten. It's it's because I've been through a whole bunch of things recently. I'm going to touch on a few things. Very, but literally, the last old film I watched because I was finishing watching it this morning was Easy A, which I just oh loved. yeah, yeah great film. Absolutely wonderful film. Very briefly going to touch on a couple of other things simply because of, of interest more than anything. Aside from the Fast and Furious films, which we're going to get to. Um, so Jenny and I have both watched, uh, in, within the last week, both versions of Cape Fear. Oh, okay. Uh, six, That's an interesting comparison. Yeah, the 62 one of the 91 one. And they're both, we watched the remake last night and they're both terrific. I had a bit of difficulty with the remake this time. I was just a very, very it's a very tiring day, but the film is tremendous. And it's funny to realise that they, they use the original score from the first movie. Elmer Bernstein rescores it from Bernard Herrmann's score. It's kind of interesting. Nice. Both really good. And I will say the remake feels a bit long compared to the original. Not in a bad way, not boring, but just feels a bit long. It takes a while to get there, but it is there are some moments in the remake that are absolutely terrifying, like really oh, scary. I mean... I would argue that that is probably peak De Niro outside of like his iconic roles. I'm with you. I, he's really fucking good. In fact, the whole cast are really good in it. Um, Juliet Lewis. It's really funny. When I was younger, for some reason, I didn't like Juliet Lewis. I don't know what it is. As a young person, I like her. I think she's fucking amazing now. And she is fucking amazing in film. She was uh, a very was, bold actress. If you look I at some of the choices she made, Oscar I think she was Oscar nominated for it as well. Yeah. If you look at some of the choices she made, she was a really, really bold. She made some really bold she choices was. and unexpected I don't know what choices. It was. When I was younger, for such, just for whatever reason, I don't know. I just found it irritating. I can't explain. I haven't got anything to back it, up. Her voice, her voice, her voice is a little grating at times. Oh, maybe, maybe, that's <laughs> maybe so, that's so what just it is. very, just very briefly. Then, uh, just beyond that, obviously, Easy A being the last one. Just because of the, the joy that I had uh, on Friday night at the Pitch Chaw Cinema of doing a double bill of Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead and Evil just, Dead 2? Yeah, on the big Amazing. Screen. Yeah, so Evil Dead, I won't go on too much about. 
it's a really innovative, brilliantly made, like considering it was made. But you were never a big fan of Evil Dead. Well, no. So, so the thing, my stock phrase is my favorite thing about Evil Dead is that Evil Dead Two exists. Evil Dead Two is, in my opinion, if not the best, like the second best film ever for cinematic storytelling. I'm not talking about whether you like horror or slapstick or anything. There's something about the storytelling, the actual cinematic storytelling. It's bravura filmmaking. Bruce Campbell is just unbelievable. You forget. It's easy to forget because we've had, what, 40 years of Bruce Campbell now. But, but like, he was so he was still relatively fresh in 87. It's 87. Yeah, it's just a long time ago. And, 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 like, I mean, it's like, and it's six years after the first one, which is interesting too. He, he first, there's, a, there's so many differences. Like, when you look at Campbell, in a, particularly when you watch from back to back, in the second one, Bruce Campbell is a fucking movie star. Yeah. Like, like in the first one, he's like a student actor, basically, with no, you know, he's the best thing in the first one, of course, but he is a student actor. The second one is the Bruce Campbell show in the right way. This is not a vanity thing. He is tortured by Raimi through the whole fucking movie. And the effects, the gloopiness of it all, the, like I say, the, just the, the way it's shot and everything, the way the story is told, the way it cross cuts between him and the other people coming to the cabin, all of that stuff. But it's extraordinary movie making. But it really, really is hard to. Under bad, well, I mean, it's really easy for some people. Oh, it's a horror film, or it's a goofy slapstick film, or something. You need to watch the film because yeah. there's, there's so much going on with the camera and the editing and his performance and tiny little thing. Yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm done. It's just fucking extraordinary that film. It would have too. Is and um, it is a genuinely amazing film. It's like yeah. it's. I love yeah. it. I love it. Love it. Love it. In fact, and I'm actually kind of with you now that I much prefer two to one. Yet, yeah. weirdly, and for no reason that I can explain, three is still my favorite because three, three is just I like, like I, no, three is probably my favorite of the three in terms of just experiencing it on screen. They need to show that on a big screen at the Prince Charles. I'm, yeah. just, I'm amazed they haven't done it to Triple Bill yet. It's great. Just film. because it's, and it's a swashbuckling film. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, it's amazing. Um, so, yeah, so, no, I'd love to see that. So, I watched um, In the Heights last week. I, um, I just, I just, I just want to marry Lynn Manuel Miranda as a straight guy. I just want to like so he just makes he just makes life so joyful. Um, mm. Like like I I I probably listen to a song from Hamilton at least once or twice, three or four times a week. Some weeks, right? At least maybe one yeah. song. But sometimes I'll just watch a little bit. Sometimes I'll just even Google Hamilton cast and look at some of the right. random YouTube videos that they've done. And some of them There's are so many. And then. And on Instagram as well, there's so many. And like just singing in the White House or that thing with the kid, it's just like joyful, 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 joyful. Yeah. And of course, he did the songs for Moana, which were yep. amazing. You know, and he, Mary, he made, Poppins Mary Poppins Returns. Exactly. Well. And he made The Rock sing. You know, we thank yes, him for yes. that always. Um, yeah. Mary Poppins Returns, which is a lovely, 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 gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful movie. And then he made In the Heights, which is just, again, I think In the Heights is probably the weakest of the three. Well, remember, but, this is his, remember, this was the show he did before Hamilton. Yeah, well. totally. And what amazes me in about In the Heights is just how Hamilton-y it is. Mm. Like the, 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 the songs, there's a couple of moments where I'm like, I'm sure this must have been an outtake from Hamilton. It's just like right, yeah. it's that close. But it, it is it is a really nice, uplifting, beautiful kind of you know like and so many like gorgeous people like it just makes you want to live there just to be surrounded by that many gorgeous people you're just like 
everyone apparently sure. even the older people are gorgeous it's like amazing um i really enjoyed it it's like it's not gonna be my film of the year like you know no. it's not hamilton good but i really would love to see it on the stage as well hmm. so yeah, yeah in I, the I, heights I is wondered, my new film i've often i've often wondered with hamilton like being so successful is he going to do in the heights i don't think in the heights ever came over here it might have done it didn't i don't I'd think it did you're right stage. but it did really well in america so it's surprising it didn't come over here maybe yeah, they thought it exactly. wouldn't travel that's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. So it is in terms of my quite, sorry, it, so I was gonna say, because it is quite of its of its country, of its time, of its place. And we don't really have that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, you look at some of the shit that comes over, then you know, you kind of think, well, it should. So yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Got it, your new so, film. And then we'll get on to fasts. Before I touch my new film, I just want to touch the film that I haven't seen before. It's a few years old. I think you've seen. I think you've seen it. It blew me away, and it's called Blind Spotting. Yeah, Blind Spotting is great. Yeah, Blind Spotting yeah. is fucking a man. And speaking of Hamilton, Dabby Diggs, and there's yeah. a TV show that apparently uh, out now. There is. So yeah, I, I I thought the film was absolutely amazing. Like I I, I didn't know that it dipped in and out of like um like rap and stuff. Like it's really, yeah, it's... really clever. So they don't do it all the time. It's kind of inconsistent, but I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Blind Spot is a really, really good film. Really, really good. I, film. I was brilliant. I did not know what to expect. So I just wanted to, because that to me is better than my, 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 my most recent film. Now, my most recent film, <laughs> there are three, and, and I'll get to this very quickly. The one that I watched properly. That's no, not the I, rules, I, Ross. That's not the no, rules. The, the, reason why, the reason why there are three is that I, after watching the one we watched, because Jenny and I watched this yesterday, I just wanted to see if there was anything else I could watch that would be. Uh, I don't even know. I just I just tried to find something else as well. So for what we watched yesterday, which we really enjoyed, is Luca. The, the okay, Luca so I've not seen this yet. Yeah, yeah, I've not seen this yet. It's a very so it's it's interesting. It's it's to me it's not really up there with other Pixar films except for it's beautifully made. Yeah, like beautifully made. A very lovely story. The, the Italy settings is fascinating, and they dip in and out of Italian language, which I find fascinating. Like, it's kind of interesting. All of the text on screen is in Italian, which is interesting. Like, there are posters for classic Italian films that you'll see, and it's beautifully made, and it's very warm and uplifting. It's got a very lovely ending, like a really lovely ending. But it, for me, it's still sort of a six out of ten. It, it just doesn't... I don't know... I don't want to put it down. It's not about... It's, there's nothing bad about this film whatsoever. And this is kind of why I want to see if I can find something else, something more... Yeah. Something, Right. Um, we've, no, we've noticed. I really, I mean, I recommend it as a family. I'm sure you'd love it with any. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's it's very, on our list to watch. It's beautifully made. It's beautifully made. Like, there's not a bad moment in it, you know, or anything like that. It's very touching. And what I do like about it, in terms of taking a real part, apart from it, really at the end, you, you will be. Oh, that was just lovely. You know, is there's, there's that. It really is a, a tale about friendship, and I think that's kind of rare, rare these days. Can I ask a, a question? It's a real friendship. Yes. Do they kill someone's parent off in it? Do they kill? Oh, oh. Um, do you actually want me to answer that? No, I don't. It's, it's. But do you know what I mean? It's like every Disney. It's a film. really astute. That's a really astute question. And 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 I would say it's the better of the two answers on that. Personally. Okay. Because so, like every so, single Disney yeah. film over the last yeah. X amount of years, yeah. like That's someone's parent, parent gets it. Yeah. It's like yeah. I, as a parent, I'm like, dude. Stop <laughs> killing me off. You'll be you'll be pleasantly surprised with this one. Okay, so, good. Uh, I, now, I now watch a Disney film waiting for the parent to die. Like right. if they haven't died by the end of the first act, I'm like, it's yeah, coming. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. coming. It's gonna You're be a fucked. surprise turn. Yeah. 
Is his name Uncle Ben? <laughs> uh, or, or Jonathan Kent or something like that. Or oh, Martha. Um, Martha. 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 Um, Why did you say that name? I, <laughs> the other two I tried to watch. Um, <laughs> just, just to see. Right, well. Uh, so are we going to get to Fast and Furious today, Ross? Nearly. Only if you're taking, take, wait, this will take a minute-ish. <laughs> the first one I tried to watch because it's brand new is Good on Paper. Good on paper. Starring, oh, the Netflix yeah, movie. Elijah, yeah. yeah it's getting Smith really good reviews. Yes, it's okay. I mean, I got... <laughs> you know when you get... Right, so you know how I had this thing... So this is what I'm coming to. This this is a little bit like... Do you remember when I tried to watch Love and Monsters and like three other films on the same day? Yes. And I was just trying to find... The, the, this is what I'm getting at. I was trying to find the film. Yes. I, good on paper is six out of ten. And I can say that because I've watched the first 25 minutes. And okay. I don't need to watch any, and I don't need to watch any more of them. Um, except I probably will finish it. I'm just saying I don't care. But it's six out of ten. The one that we need to get to very briefly, but I watched uh, about twenty minutes of and had to stop was the Ice Road. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Liam Neeson has Liam Neeson has to stop now. Didn't he say Liam he'd Neeson. retired from doing this shit? Well, he's got another three in production, right? In terms of action films, he's got no. Now, now, the why, Liam? Why? why? Literally, well, I mean, one of them might be good. Like the odds are, one of them might be good. So, for Marksman, impossible. Like again, I think I told you twenty minutes. Like there was a scene where I got to, and I'm just not watching this. The Ice Road. The reason why I started to watch it <clears throat> more than anything because I sort of want to watch The Honest Thief because that one looks okay to me. Like it looks okay. I don't think it's yeah. Good. It wasn't. Right, okay. Well, I mean, I'll probably try fact, and see. The honest thing is probably one of the worst. Oh, no. Well, it just, can't be worse than Marksman, surely. Just just for different reasons, but it, it's mm. one of those films you just watch and just go, well, no. So, The Ice Road, the reason why I actually thought it might be interesting is it's directed <laughs> and written by Jonathan Hensley, who did Die Hard with Vengeance, and some other pretty solid oh, films. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, I thought, okay, all right. And the other reason why I wanted to watch it was it looked a bit like Sorcerer the William Friedkin film, because it's about a trucking convoy going through dangerous terrain for an important reason, right? And okay. sort of wages, wages of fear, you know, like all about stuff. Great. Let's try this. I've got 20 minutes in. I, 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 let's just not talk about it. I, it I'm just takes me a lot to not finish a film, right? Like, I, 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 so you're, you're, you're doing less. a lot of it now. For me, it's taking less and less to not finish a film. I've started watching, maybe this is for, for another episode, this Dolph Lundgren thing. On the 25th of this month, which was Friday, I started to watch four Dolph Lundgren films and I stopped all of them within 15 minutes. All of them. Actually, barring one, which I might possibly finish, called Battle of the Damned, which is sort of a zombie film, which starts off pretty terrible, but kind of gets better quite quickly. And I'm still sort of... I might finish it possibly, but the other three, and and by the way, there are others. I a couple of days before that, I tried to watch another two and stopped about twelve minutes into both of them. I we have to do a Dolph Lundgren. What is happening with Dolph Okay, Lundgren. well let's do that. Uh, our next episode, right? Let's go on to the Fast and the Furiouses, all of them, every single mm-hmm. one. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start this by saying, like, like we're going to do this in reverse because uh, obviously I watched Fast Nine, and I just wanted to say that it's. I can't wait. I can't before you. I can't wait. It's probably watch. better than Fast Eight. Okay. It's probably better than Hobbs and Shaw. Ooh. The fact they end up in space. Hang on, which, hang on. Most films are better than Hobbs and Shaw. Is terrible. The Hobbs fact that you 
You, I still, to the day when I sat down in the cinema, I thought you were joking when you said they go to space. Because it's always <laughs> been, it's always been our joke, right? We've always joked about, oh, what's Die Hard Five going to be? Next Die Hard time, in space. Time travel. Time travel yeah. yeah, but like we always, yeah, we always joke. We always joke that the next yeah. one will be in space, right? When sequels right, get yes. silly. Yeah. Well, this one literally, and they, and I'm spoiling nothing here. They don't get to space in a spaceship. They don't get to space in like a rocket or a plane. They go to space. In a fucking car. Of course they do. I can't wait. And and I and at that point, you are either with it or you're not. Yeah. Because weirdly, yeah. until that point, the film had been more. And I use this really lightly because, like, but for the fast films, it was quite grounded. Yeah. Up until that point, it felt a bit more not real. I mean, the, the, some of the stunts aren't, but it it felt like it could have been a bit more kind of, uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, and we've got to split up and you guys are going to space and you're like, you funny, funny. No, no, no. So, so yeah. And the other thing I want to say about this, and I think this is the, this is where we get, this is where we are with the fast films, right? From this point onwards, when a fast film doesn't have um, Paul Walker or the rock or Statham, you're left with, Tyrese mm-hmm. and Vin. Mm-hmm. It's John Cena is such a welcome <coughs> addition to this film. Oh, and I'm sure. I'm quite, I, I'm quite excited about it. Genuinely, I'm not the hugest John Cena fan, albeit he's okay. But he actually lifts this film up because he brings more charisma and personality than the entire fast crew put together. Sure. Other other notes of interest. Um, Helen Mirren just needs just needs to be in every fast film ever now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. She's having so much fun. It's just obscene how much fun Helen Mirren has in these films. And you just kind of go, I'm so down with that. I'm so down with that. Um, but yeah, it, it and there, there is a twist, and it's another one of those twists that make that just destroys pretty much everything that you want, and you just kind of go, really. Really, really, are we now at the point where where basically this has become like the Marvel f- comic book of like like people disappearing and coming back, and you're just kind of like, really? So anyway, it's fucking stupid. I, it's a six out of ten for me. It's definitely nothing more. But I didn't hate it. It's obviously too long. The the opening script is the opening dialogue or the opening scene. I swear to God. I li- I literally went oh like the, the the acting and dialogue in the opening sequence is so bad that you just kind of go oh dear really and the acting in it is yeah so but I probably liked it more than Fast Eight and I don't know if that's a good thing so we've got about twenty minutes to talk all the Fast and the Furious movies. So let's start at the beginning, Ross, because I know you haven't seen part nine yet, and we'll talk about that when you have. Um, Let's start at the beginning. Let's start back in 2001 with the Fast and the Furious. Oh, yes. (coughs) When the film was about cars. Well, the film actually has cars in it. Although it does do really silly. Like, I'm not a... um, I don't know cars for real. But the amount of times that they shift gear in any given race is fucking nuts. Like, like the amount of times that they shift up 
is crazy. It's a bit like chow yun fat with bullets in hard boiled. Like it doesn't exist. The They'd have they like s- maybe a maximum of six years. But well, they do more than that. But anyway, um, no, but I, it's funny because I've watched them all get recently. It, it's, it's arguably one of the least entertaining ones when you get down to it. But I really enjoyed watching all of them again, to be honest. I um, so I liked Fast and Furious because I kind of yeah. bought into that whole kind of like point. It, for me, it was Point Break with cars. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as good as Point Break, but yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, point, just, it bears, point it bears break repeating. I'm just saying, it's, yeah, 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 absolutely. And it had, like, you know, oh, back in the day when Vin Diesel could actually pull off being hard. Well, also, yeah, like he has a jawline in it. And um, I, yeah, some of these later ones, it gets really, I'm like, what, what is it that you think that he is exactly? Like, <laughs> like as, as in what body type do you think he is? And, and comparing him to, like I say, The Rock and um, someone Statham. else. Stay for, right, exactly. Just looks absurd. <laughs> like, like just, him, him and it's not that he's, 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 not even, he's not even in bad shape. He's not even in bad shape. He just looks absurd. And they seem to insist on putting him in tank tops and tight fitting jumpers. <laughs> what are doing? Stop it. And him, him, like when he fights the Rock, you're like, oh my god, that's mm. just that's like me fighting the Rock. It's just it's, it's not a fucking yeah. fight. It's like me fighting Tyson. It's a yeah, nice it's, idea, it's, but it's, it's never going to work. Yeah. So, 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 so Fast and Furious doesn't hold up too well. The second, the first one, you mean? Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> it works. I guess what I'm getting at is, I mean, I mean it's all, it's all changes at part five anyway, but part one isn't really like any of the other films either, which isn't necessarily no. a bad thing. Like, it's its own movie, and you never needed a sequel. Is the short answer on that one. To, to that movie, there's no sequel. Which is lucky, because they didn't really make a sequel to that movie. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, what's amazing about Too Fast, Too Furious is, and I mean this in the right way, it is one of the single gayest films I've ever seen. It's nearly Commando gay. Oh, is, is, it, is, it, is it like uh, uh, Showdown Little Tokyo gay? <clears throat> um, nearly nothing is. I mean, seven guys blowing nine guys isn't that gay. But <laughs> like, it, like, it was just like, best. When, when Walker and Tyrese first see each other, and they never really bring this back in any of the other movies, they clearly want to fuck. Like, like, like the way they fight and wrestle, it's, it's they, want, they want to fuck. It's not, it's not even, I mean, there's no um, vein in it, right? And then there's that bit when they're doing the, the thing with the, um, the, where they have to uh, get the cars and go back to. Um, I have no memory of this film, and, by the way. I'm just well, they're, they're chasing way. each other and they're kind of in competition with each other. And Paul Walker shouts out to Tyrese. I've got something for your ass. <laughs> I'm sure you do, sweetie. Um, like, and, and by the way, I know how I'm sounding. Like, it's all fully enjoyable. I'm not. I don't got. Oh no! You know I mean, I'm not, no, I'm not no, big mate, anything. Li- listen, the, the gayer the film, the better for me. Like, like right, Commando, exactly. Showdown, Little Tokyo, Precisely. like Tango and Cash. Like, it just makes it stronger. It just I makes it stronger. Point Break. Like, Point Break is. Yeah. is for what, what everything Point Break is, Point Break is a love story between two guys. <clears throat> Absolutely. Like one guy that doesn't know he's gay and one guy that just will fuck anything. And Basically. like by the end of the film, like, and I've always said this, by the end of the film, like Reeves, Reeves and Swayze have got everything out of the way. They've got the girl out of the way and they, mm-hmm. they, just, they just have that kind of, yeah, now we can. Yeah, now we're down to it. So no, I like the gayer the better. I'm just so fast and furious. I do this for all of them. Um, it is a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. Um, so fast and furious. Too fast, too furious. 
a budget of uh, it doesn't say where is it budget of a hundred and uh, seventy six million seventy six million for Too Fast Too Furious, um, and it is a thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What is it, sir? Thirty six. So yes, I oh, know you're right. It is it is beyond beyond gay, um, but in a in a good way. So then in, in two thousand six. We, we get something, and by the way, the first three Fast films are all like one hour 45, one hour 50 minutes. Right, like, yes. Beautifully short as well. So then we go on yeah. to Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. I would say one of the more controversial films in the series. Have you, have you first of all, it's in the wrong place because we all know that it's now set after seven, or is it after six? Oh, who knows? It's set, it's set, between, it's set between six and seven. That's yeah, it's not it's because set, blatantly it's Han set, is so much younger. Set, it's actually set 12 years after it was made or something weird. For real, like, it's something crazy like that. It's crazy. And therefore wonderful. Um, like, so you know, the, are you aware of the story of the third one with, with Chris Regan's birthday? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've said it on the podcast before as well. It's fucking amazing. It made it so much better to watch. Fast and Furious Tokyo um, Drift. 2006, it was made for $85 million. And wow. which baffles the shit out of me, by the way. Uh, thirty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, it's not that bad. I, it's, it's not good. It's it's bad. Oh, come on. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It had like it, but it puts someone in to replace Paul Walker that has none of the charisma of Paul Walker. I was desperate for him to come back. I wanted him to be back instead of Scott Eastwood. I think he would be really funny. Why has Lucas be, Black you know? not returned? Don't know. They keep talking about it. Um, and Bow Wow apparently was called Twinkie in this movie. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what's Amazing. your thoughts on Tokyo Drift now? I love it because it's ridiculous. And, it's, 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 and again, it's not like any of the other movies. That's what, it's always a shame that Vin Diesel comes in at the end. Because you yes. don't need it. You don't need it. Like it's just, just leave it as its own movie. You know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make you Like a spin-off. Like that, right, that kind exactly. of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it didn't It didn't need the VIN. And of course, then we get to Fast and Furious from 2009, directed by Justin Lin once again. Budget of a hundred and, no, $85 million. $85 million is the budget for this. Currently set at 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, the least liked of all the Fast movies. And um, this is where the family thing started, Ross, you know, family. Yeah. We're family. If I'm, um, we're family. If I'm family, mistaken, Russ. Russ, we're family. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, they added that whole heist thing, which is a really good sequence because the film is pretty terrible. Fast and Furious 4, uh, sorry, the Fast and the Furious, whatever it's called, Fast and Furious, is a pretty terrible film. For, for this, with two exceptions. Well, three exceptions. One of them is the sequence, which I'm, if I'm right, uh, I feel like they shot it as a... <clears throat> like shot it after the movie, like you know, like a reshoot sort of thing, yeah. which is that very exciting heist sequence, which is exactly like a sequence in the fifth film. And I feel like they've got the director of the fifth film today. I might be getting this wrong, but I feel like it's something like that. But the, aside from that, the two exceptions that make Fast and Furious amazing are first of all, and I'd forgotten this, I don't know how I forgot this, the cars talk in Fast and Furious. What? The car, yes, the cars talk, or at least one or two of the cars talk, uh, which they seem to scrupulously ignore what i put it online yeah i put it online the other day and people were like what, what are you talking about like the cars talk unless i was hallucinating at least one or two of the cars talk <clears throat> so that's one thing that is secondly genuinely I, I know 
I know. And then the other thing is, for, <laughs> when you think about all the amazing action and stuff in these movies, the the, <laughs> the final thing that the the, the, the drive, like the, the super cool drivers in Fast and Furious stuff is, they have to drive their cars into a tunnel. Like, wow. that's what they have to do. And, and, and they, they do it as well, which is really good. Note my complete lack of impressedness I, with that. I don't know where to start with that. Um, I was just like, what? <laughs> like, and every time I've seen it, because I've seen, I've probably seen the fourth one three or four, max three or four times. And I think every time I've watched it, I've gone, oh, okay. <laughs> like, as far as it goes. Yeah. And then, and then we get to Fast Five. And this, for me, is where shit started to get real, right? Oh, like, yeah. this was total, total change. Total this is the change. best of all the Fast films for me, personally. Um, so this is the one where The Rock mm. joins the cast about fucking time. Um, <coughs> made for $125 million. Again, mm. directed by Justin Lin. Uh, and this one is, I think, much more liked in general. From my understanding, it sits at 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's probably true. So critically, it's one of the best. Um, and you know, this this is just this is peak fast for me. Uh, and also peak fast just for the moment where you've got let's not be rude about it, but maybe a slightly tubby Vin Diesel trying to pretend that he's as right, he's as so rock here's solid the here's as the, the rock. Having watched it, having watched it the other day, he's not tubby in this one at all. He's actually quite trim. Oh. But he looks, but he looks absurd compared to the rock. Like he just, it's just, it's not his fault. Now in the fifth one, Diesel does look like he looks good. He looks oh, okay, good. I take it but back. Then, but, then, but then you put the rock up against him and you go, no, no. That's the problem. That's that's where the real problem starts. And again, they have this habit of dressing him in like really tight jumpers or something. I don't know why they do that. But yeah, it's not that he looks actually tubby. That does happen later. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not tubby he's just a big guy like he's not actually tubby yeah, at all no he's not it just we it's just, just well yeah but like but compared to the rock and statham he does look tubby he's not but he looks like he is it's unfortunate fast five though is 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 a genuinely great film it's, it's amazing it's like it's at the heist the the like the um the safe going down the street it's just you know the the rock just you know, hunting them down. It's just so good. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoy it. And then we get to Fast 6 from 2013, which is a direct sequel to Fast 5. Uh, this had a budget of 160 million. They're creeping up. 70% um, on Rotten Tomatoes. Again, directed by Justin Lin. What was your take on Fast 6? I really, I actually think that 5, 6, 7, and 8 are all really great for, own, for their own reasons. Mostly because, mostly because you're sort of going, really? Like you read the that. So so no, I think they all have their um and they all have their own issue. I mean they are way they are starting to get way too long by part six. Yeah. Um, yeah, part six doesn't like have a, one hour have fifteen issue. minutes now. Oh wow, okay, fine. Two hours fifty two hours fifteen minutes. To, one hour to fifteen be minutes. Fair, to be fair, I did watch all the Blu-rays all the extended versions because why not? You know. Um I could give you oh, many reasons. Why, no, why not? You know, I'm, not, I'm at home doing whatever. So um it, I actually think six is really, really good fun, uh, particularly because you've got a lot of London in it. Or yes. should I say, or should I say, a lot of Liverpool shot as London, but still, um, we'll take that. Yeah, no, it's a very, it's a, it's a very enjoyable movie. 
and and the the like the, the way that they all bullshit with each other is a lot of fun as well. Like the actual team, all that stuff. Okay. Um. Apparently, I just want to point at this uh, at this point say that apparently Diesel confirmed he did not join the second Fast and Furious film, um, because he thought that the uh, the sequel would taint the first movie. Okay. I, mean, I think we're. I think by this point I mean, I we're don't like. Care. What? Really? Um, yeah. Also, apparently, the reason that the uh, there is tension between The Rock and Vin Diesel is because apparently uh, Vin Diesel thought The Rock's acting wasn't up to par. So, um, as a producer on the film, he took it upon himself to uh, to tell The Rock that he needed to be a better actor. I just want to unpack yeah. that just for a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. 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 I asked Family Fortunes. We asked a th- we asked a thousand people who was the better actor, Vin Diesel or The Rock. A thousand people said, <laughs> "Yeah, it's, um, not even, it's not even about." I, you don't have to be a very good actor to be in the Fast and Furious. I'm I, sorry. I, I think equally, I'm are we I, saying that Tedge is a particularly good? I love them all. I love everyone in them. I do. I actually, I've absolutely grown to love every human in these films. But are we really saying that he, like all of Chris Cross or whatever the fuck they're called, like Ludicrous, sorry, are we saying that he's a good, really? Is that what we're saying? Are we saying Equally. that Tyrese is a good actor in those Like Tyrese Gibson is a quite, like, absolutely fine as an actor. I've nothing against him as an actor. Are we saying he's a particularly good actor? Mm. For real? Like, I mean, I have no diss on him at all. I think he's got, like, I like No, 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 no. I, no. I, I have to diss Tyrese. He's a good actor. Because Tyrese oh, is the guy. Yeah. I mean, I kind of respect yes, I know, him for, I know where you're going. Yeah. for the baller move of turning mm. around to the studio and saying, it's the rock or me. Bye, Tyrese. Um, and the studio we said... We've called your Uber. We've called your Uber. No, the studio, no, no. Didn't even get to that. The studio said, sorry, who are you? I'm sure. And, and knowing, knowing America, knowing like, you know, being that, you know, certain parts of America are less friendly to, to certain mm-hmm. races, they're probably more like... So, security? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a baller move. Um, and uh, by the way, this is how serious that Vin Diesel takes this franchise. Apparently, he has genuinely he has a whiteboard that details all the plot points, all the characters, all the direction, everything. And that's like a really small board when you think about it. Like, <laughs> like that's that's like that's. I mean, there's been nine movies totaling something like seventeen hours. I don't even know what fuck. But like eighteen hours, or whatever the fuck it is, and that's still a very small board. I mean, it, that's still an amazingly small board. I mean, it like literally, it's a board, it's a board that probably just says badass. Like, I that, don't that, know, do you know what it says in the middle? Yeah. It says Vin Drive Car, and that's yeah, it. Vin Drive Car Fast. Vin Drive Car. Fa- Vin Drive family. Car. Yes, Vin, you get to drive car. Fam- family. Uh, Vin Drive Car. Family. Um, <laughs> and on the subject of family, we get to family. Fast Seven. Obviously, Fast Seven is. Slightly different uh, because obviously this was shot um, around the death of Paul Walker. So they had to take a very different approach on this film. 2005, uh, 2015, sorry, 190 million pound budget, Fast and Furious 7. Uh, it is actually at 82%, 82% of Rotten Tomatoes. So um, yeah, very, very good. Uh, and, uh, and, I love, is- and I will say that film, I mean, makes me cry. <laughs> it makes me actually cry. Yet... It does, but they've now managed to to undermine it by a couple of moments in Fast Nine, which do bug me. Where they're like, like now they're like, 
this gives nothing away, right? And I'm saying this, and it genuinely gives nothing away. But like, <clears throat> yeah, obviously Vin Diesel has a kid because he has a kid in this film. I, I took or eight. Was it eight? I don't know. I just get so fucking confused. Anyway, he, has a he, has kid a kid. The, he gets a kid. He gets a kid in eight. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So he's got a kid. Um, in the in the in the kind of the the pantheon of the movies, Brian has a kid, right? And Fast and Furious eight, like Vin and Michelle Rodriguez, they just fuck off to do this mission, and then uh, at some point, Jordana Brewster turns up, and they're basically like, oh, you know, oh, Brian's looking after the kids, and you're just like. Huh? <laughs> huh? No I mean, offense. Yeah, because he's, he's alive in the movie, but yeah, but no offense, but like Brian's just gone. Yeah, I'm just gonna let you guys just go out there and, and face this kind of like fucking end of world type bad guy threat. I'm gonna send my wife, and while you're doing all that, yeah. I'll just be at home looking after the kids, right? I'll be babysitting. I mean, we couldn't hire a babysitter or exactly. You know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Brian's busy babysitting the kids. I was just like. Really? Yeah. Really? That's pretty bleak, man. That's pretty weak. Anyway, Fast and Furious 7. I didn't love this one as much as everyone else does. I don't know why I need to watch it again. Um, but it's it, very it, enjoyable. And, and the end will make you like it. it that like, end moment is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where they should have left it for me. Not like don't mention him again, but like let's just kind of yeah. just he's gone. I mean, I understand that. Yeah, you don't need to you literally don't need to reference it again. Not really. Ever. Like, no. if you, I mean, look, if you can, if you, I mean, look, you can, how's Brian doing? Like, like, yes, okay, sure. You know, yes, okay, fine. But you don't need to. You don't, like, like, you're not really doing yourself any favors by referencing someone where the audience knows that the actor's dead. Like, it just it doesn't really. No. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, you're, you're but, not gaining anything, is what I'm getting at, I suppose. Some good action in this. Statham arrives. And then he's fucking awesome with it. Yeah, he's fucking. The next brilliant. film goes good. I mean, yeah. like the, these films have this weird habit of bringing in bad guys and then, and then all making, of a sudden making, yes. making them good. Yes. And you're just like, well, so who the fuck is the bad guy in this film now? Because nobody. There's no such. There's no, no such thing in the bad. Like, guy. yeah. So, so and this brings back all the uh, all the um yeah, all the uh, But it does introduce for the first time. It introduces Kurt Russell. Yes, he's fucking great. Isn't it? Who's amazing. Genuinely amazing. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, some other really good additions to the cast. Um, and they also had Ronda Rousey, um, but less about that, yep. better, really. Mm. Um, well, it's a bit of a, do you know what I, I found really offensive? So the things I found really offensive were the all-female guard, which sounds really cool. It sounds really cool, but to have the all-female guard in that sequence is really cool, except for it's in a country that treats women like shit. Like shit. And, and all of the other women at that party are I don't know, what are they, prostitutes? But what are they? I don't know, high class. Every single woman, but they can't stop. They kind of go very Michael Bay in this scene, which the films have been pretty good at not doing. Yeah. They're pretty good at not doing that. And, like, they just leer over these, like, I mean, obviously, objectively, very hot women. But you just go, what are they all doing at that part? Like, they're all just there to fuck, right? Like, they're not there because they're interesting people. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, the films have been pretty good, the films have been pretty good at not doing that overall. Yeah. And, and you kind of go, this feels really uncomfortable. Like this feels, I was really, I really noticed it this time because it is all about, look, we know they have the car rally for you've got hot girls around the cars. I, I get, I do get that, but it always feels like that's part of the, the scene, like part of the, 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 the racing scene, right? The yeah. girls who are hot from dry. I, I'm not judging that. I'm just saying I kind of 
I, I kind of get that, right? Like fast cars, hot within money. Yeah, all right. Okay. I just about accept that as part of it. Bearing in mind that in the first movie, that's because they were like the bad guys, right? Yeah. Like essentially, fine. But now, yeah, I don't know. In that sequence, I really started to feel like for real a bit uncomfortable. Like because it was just sleazy looking men and hot, which is probably quite realistic, quite honestly. But I found that uncomfortable, especially when, when married with having Ronda Rousey and the all-female guard as like, look, some of them are tough. Do you know what I mean? And I know that probably not that much thought went into it as much as I'm thinking about it now, but it doesn't feel all right. Yeah. It, does, no, it doesn't feel all right at all. And you are right. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah. It, you know, like it has some good action though. And you know, yeah, it, totally. No, no, overall. I and it does really a good job of, of, of dealing with Paul Walker's death. Um, they do. And then, yeah, the ending is beautiful. It's, beauty. it's almost like uncharacteristically beautiful, really. Um, and then 2017. We get our first post Paul Walker fast movie, The Fate mm. of the Furious, Fast and Furious 8, F8, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Whatever the hell it's called, yeah. F. Gary Gray. Uh, there's a director yeah, that yeah. you never thought would be directing a Fast and Furious movie. but Not really. Uh, I mean, I love, I love the negotiator. Like, actually, I like his work quite a bit, but you don't really know it. He's a very unassuming um, director. Yeah, you know, I, really I think journeyman would, would maybe be the term I would use. Yeah, um, that's not that's not unfair. And, yeah, this one introduces... Charlize Theron as the bad girl. Um, uh, Statham's back. Um, you know, you've got other various cast members like Scott Eastwood, uh, who was, yeah, fine. He leaves you know. no impression. He leaves, he, Scott Eastwood, unfortunately, leave, not that he does anything wrong, he leaves no impression whatsoever. Whatsoever. And it's, it's just, just nothing. Uh, this is this is where, like, this is, you know, there's that moment in the Bond films, right, where, like, Bond goes from, um, Bond goes from being Bond to then all of a sudden it's you only live twice. There's volcanoes and spaceships. Yeah. This is yeah. to me, this is the, and ironically fast nine very much is fucking Moonraker by that stretch. stretch. I sort of get that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so this is kind of where like, like this now, like the series now bears no resemblance whatsoever to what it used to be. No, not even, I mean, not since five really. None. None. And obviously, um, you know, again, you know, Fast 8's a £250 million budget. Jesus Christ. Now it's jumping, right? Uh, 67% of Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, that is um, genuinely disturbing. Like, yeah. That is a, uh, that's, a, that's like Avengers Endgame sort of level money, you know. And, and how, did it, how did it work for you? As in Fast 8? Yeah. Again, again weirdly, I enjoyed, like, it, it's... I think what I like about it after seven, maybe this is a, a I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm slightly misphrasing this. Um, it's super enjoyable. Like it, it, it is literally an Avengers film. Like it's an Avengers film because like the villain is doing things like magnetizing, or not magnetizing, like hundreds of cars are spilling out of like showrooms and jumping on people. And stuff. Like it's like an it's like a Avengers or Transformers movie. It's a science fiction movie. And I enjoyed the nonsense of it. Like, I, I mean, the, the prison breakout sequence is fantastic. Yeah. The action of it is fantastic. The final, the shootout on the plane with uh, Statham. And, and by the way, how many, have you, how, how many times have you watched it? Uh, probably once. Do you recall? Right, so you know that um, Luke Evans comes back, right? Yeah. Which is exciting. genuinely quite fun that they're both on a plane together. Halfway through the sequence on the plane, which is intercut with everything else, L Luke Evans just disappears. He never ever comes back to the film. 
Hmm? He never he never comes back. Halfway through all the shootout stuff, he just never comes back. Oh my god! I, I watched really this one two days ago. He, yeah, and I, and I remembered something weird about that. He just doesn't. They don't do an epilogue with him. They don't have him and Statham finding each other after the shootout or anything, nothing. Oh, it's very very odd. It's so- very enjoyable. Turn your brain off. You don't. Really, I, I hate saying that phrase, but yeah. like. It's a very, but it is a super enjoyable movie that just, it's literally Avengers logic. Like, there's no logic to it. Yeah, they, yeah. In that film, they may as well travel in time, for sure. They may as well be in space. <laughs> well, fast no, For real, so, they be, I believe, I reckon it's going to be time travel. I'm not sure, I really think they're going to do time travel. Oh, God. So what's your favourite fast why not? movie why not? in, in, in My kind favorite, of retrospect? If I have to pick one, it probably is five. But I think five and six together work extremely well. Like, because I've literally watched all of them over, you know, a number of, like, a handful yeah. of days. Like, five to eight work in in the sense of escalation. They are much like the Avengers stuff. They are actually a continuing story. Like, all the other ones didn't really connect at all. They really didn't. Each one of them could have just been their own movie pretty much, including four. Even though four is where Letty disappeared. You think that Letty's dead or whatever. Um, wait, look, I'm half expecting them to bring back Gal Gadot at some point. She just disappears. Oh, no, no, literally, literally, yeah. like, I am 100% expecting that. If they can afford her and she's not busy, yeah. she'll be back yeah, in she'll the next back. film. Because yeah. th- no one Justice dies for in Giselle. Justice, I, Justice for Giselle. You know? When the technology gets there, Paul Walker yeah. will return to these films. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure, 100%. I'm sure you're right. I mean, his brothers are working as doubles for him anyway, right? So, like... I mean, I think they really did work, like in 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 the, the recreated seven bit. So very, yeah, very good, good for them, sort of. Thing. Well, my um, friend, I look forward to your thoughts on Fast Nine, which we'll catch yeah, up really, on the I'm, next podcast. I'm really hoping to watch it this week. All being well. Uh, so, Ross, where can people find out more about you? Okay, so it's uh, Ross or at Ross Boy ask for all the social things uh, at Evo Films UK to follow Evolutionary Films. We are releasing films and things. Uh, we might even be making some soon. You never know. Let's get in there. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed. News sort of thing coming. Uh, and then also at Vengeance Film UK uh, to follow the, uh, the shenanigans of the, the Vengeance Film franchise. Shenanigans. Good word. Uh, uk to follow the blog that goes along with the podcast. And Phil, uh, Phil Quick Review. Uh, that's Phil Quick Review on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be back in a couple of weeks where we will try and unpack some Dolph Lundgren movies, maybe. We'll talk about uh, Fast and Furious 9, and I'm desperate, because I just don't have time to do it today, to, to, to see why Ross has rage quit Loki. It's a very, very... It was like rage. It's like low-level... Apathy quit no Loki. Yeah. And I'm not the only one. I was quite gratified by that Facebook post, because I thought, I'll be the only one, sort of thing. We're, we're by no means in the minority, which I find... I don't even take any pleasure it's interesting like to me this is interesting yeah it, it is it absolutely is but then you know like marvel is becoming doctor who where where people that should love it don't and people that don't love it do and people rage quit it and then come back and um and well, also also i want to unpack you shitting on a trailer because you always tell me off for shitting on a trailer of a film uh, well you, you've, you've you shat know, on shang that's that's absolutely you're absolutely correct. So first of all, with low key, um, low key, this <laughs> is very low key. I think that what's probably going to happen. We've talked about this a little bit, Jenny and I. When it's all finally online, maybe we'll go back and try and binge. You know what I mean? And try and just see if it plays. Um, the the Shang Chi trend. Just while we're on the subject, I know, at, 
I should say, I'm hoping that the trailer is misleading. Yes. I, I, and on the whole, Marvel films overall, barring maybe Captain Marvel, but even Captain Marvel isn't the worst film. It's just I, not a good I think it's better than you think it is, but there we go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair enough too. Like, I can see that. Like, but, but the worst that Captain Marvel is, is it's mediocre, and I have problems with it because most of the other Marvel films are so fucking good. Yeah. Overall, like, or at least I enjoy them, regardless of other people's opinions. I basically, 99%, I enjoy Marvel movies. Even Iron Man 2, which I think is, like, again, one of the weakest. It's not the worst film. It's just nowhere near as good as Iron Man or Iron Man 3. It just isn't, uh, objectively. Right? So, so that's what I'm getting to. I have had creeping concerns over the upcoming Marvel film. Like, the whole set, not just Shang-Chi, all of them. Because I'm... Who cares about the Eternals? Does anyone really care about the Eternals? But who cared I, about I can, Iron Man? That's fair, but that was the beginning. That's what I'm getting at. Like, and by the way, I know that I might be completely wrong. Like, oh no, no, I'm wrong, Ross. Right? Everyone wants. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. Everyone wants X Men and Fantastic Four, right? That's what we all want. We want, we want good Marvel ones to do. Those. We want. Yeah. The, yes, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. That's like, absolutely right. There's yeah. only two good X Men movies. Yes, and there's true. a couple of okay. Well, there's, a, there's a couple of okay. Yeah, yeah. But there's only two good ones, and there's not yes. one good Fantastic Four movie. There's well, one I still that's think, not I terrible. Still, I still, yeah, I still contend that the very first, that the new, as in the Yoan Grufford, etc. One, I think it's genuinely one of the closest films to being a Marvel comic, regardless of whether people like it. I think it's one of the most that's actually like a Marvel comic compared to most uh, things that, you we, are, that are out of course. there. It's 90 minutes. It just gets a I'm, I'm not saying you necessarily have to like it. I just think it's one of the closest to the actual comic. Yeah. Right? But that's, look, that's look. neither here or there, really. Um, I just, so Shang-Chi, more than anything, and I know this is not the reason to complain. There's two things. First of all, I think he is, I just from the trailers, he's, someone else posted this on my Facebook page, completely charismaless. There's no, we're not getting anything from him. We're not getting anything. And I'd say that from almost all the past. And I know it's just the trailer. Yeah. So let's so let's see. But yes. what it appears to be is a very strange fantasy movie with lots of glowing. It looks more like Doctor Strange than Shang-Chi. It doesn't look like the Shang anything to I do what I have faith in Marvel because for me I normally do, but for the way. most I, part, I, they've know. not put a foot wrong. So yes, but I'm let's... I, I mostly agree with you, like, for real. I mostly agree. And with I know you. you've not been that keen on on Black Widow either, and that's getting um, some decent yes. early weird. Anyway, look. Well, here's my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we will My thing on Black Widow is simply that I don't like that it's a prequel. I just don't like that it's a prequel. She should have had her own film five years ago. Yeah, totally. So I dropped. My, I knocked over my microphone twice. Same, same podcast, twice. There's more to talk about for this. There's more there is more to talk about. Look, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time uh, and we will pick up on all these bits and pieces and, no doubt, a lot more. Thanks for listening um, and we'll be back soon. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye.